I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. We finally wallpapered, and we're like fresh off it. Just happened. Wow. Like they were saying, saying the scene. Yeah. We want people to know what's happening to us in real time. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Took us two days. Yeah. But we have to to back up a lot first, because the last people heard, we were on round one of wallpaper. So we ordered a second round of wallpaper. I think that was like where we left it off mm-hmm. with Christmas gifts, etc. And we got a bunch more samples and we put them up. And at first we thought based on the first round of samples that we were going to go with those big flowers mm-hmm. with a different background color. Yes. But then we got them and they just weren't contrasty enough. No. Like, the space is weird, and I still liked that wallpaper, but it wasn't going to work for where we were. In the space, it looked pretty much exactly like the other one, which we also kind of liked, but it wasn't different enough with the lighting. Yeah. Getting into the space. We also tried another temp paper paper, which was like a navy blue background with kind of coppery, like, starbursts, I would say. Mm. And that was nice, but I would say like a little suburban mom. Yeah. It was very mid-century in a, like, I like mid-century, but it wasn't what we were going for. No. And then the last one we got was something that had been on my original list, but it wasn't one that Donnie had selected to buy me for Christmas. And it was called Travertine, also a temp paper paper. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it was, it's hard to describe. It was like gold wavy lines and a black background, kind of? Yeah, black is gray. I think based on the name, they wanted it to look like stone, like marbly kind of in a way, maybe. Is travertine a stone? It is, yeah. Oh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would go with that. Like, I don't know if I would say it looks like stone. No. But, spoiler alert, that's the one we decided <laughs> to go with. And, I don't know, why did we pick it? We pick it because it was the best of them. Uh-huh. Like, of the ones we tried. It matched our paint tone very well. Yeah, there's kind of a taupe color in the background that helps transition between the gold and the black. And it's like the exact color of our living room walls. Mm -hmm. It also goes really well with the color of the bedroom walls. Nothing really goes with the bathroom. So we were just kind of rolling with that. Also, I think a couple like logistical situations. When we took down all of the samples... Mm-hmm. The spoon flower paper left, not like a residue, but kind of just a color. Like there was still adhesive left over on the wall and it was really gray, which would probably be fine if you were like moving out of the apartment, removing it and painting all your walls white again. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of solidified for us that the temp paper was going to be easiest to use because there was nothing left when we pulled everything off. It came off really clean. Yeah. And also we liked... 
the way that the temp paper went up by like ripping off the back and exposing an adhesive rather than needing to wet it and like like wet it on the back to um, activate the adhesive and then wet it more to get it on the wall and like the temp or the spoon flower samples were kind of rippling off the wall it just seemed that for our first time temp paper was going to be easier to use yeah basically a giant stinger yeah and the pattern seemed very forgiving for first time (laughs) wallpaper hangers it wasn't i mean it is like exact and specific which we'll get into later but it's very wavy which we thought would perhaps give us a little bit of wiggle room Mm -hmm. yeah as opposed to one of our ones had like peacock which could have been running around with like decapitated peacocks (laughs) might not have been very pretty yeah that would have been too intense so that's how we decided on that i wouldn't say that there was like a cost difference that was causing us to like consider one over the other necessarily no they're pretty much about the same so that's what that was i wouldn't not recommend spoon flower because we didn't use them it just didn't seem like the move for us this time yeah it'd be way more of a project i think for sure that route to be prepared now that this wasn't a project but if we had to like get shit wet in this space it would have been yeah we weren't doing one big solid wall so we already knew that it was going to be kind of difficult and we needed to remove some other variables for ourselves so basically then we had to decide how much to order and i will i mean i'll link all the samples but i'll also link to the calculator on Mm. temp paper's website they make it very easy for you essentially you have to measure the area of the wall that you want to cover and then divide it by the area of a roll to figure out how many rolls you want. It's basically a word problem from high school. Yeah, exactly. Jordan and Donnie want to wallpaper their wall. (laughs) (laughs) So we calculated it twice just to be safe and then we ended up ordering five rolls. And because our walls had a one difference. Yeah. um, (laughs) We... I mean, if you look at the space, it looks basically like a rectangle. And what you find out when you measure the walls is that it's one inch longer on one side and one inch wider on one side, mm-hmm. which is strange. Yeah. Um, but also just kind of how pre-century apartments, pre-century, what is that? Pre-war. Pre- pre-century. <laughs> which century? Uh, pre-war apartments are, I would imagine. <laughs> hashtag pre-century, hashtag diamond square corner. <laughs> Bring it back. But I wouldn't say that that was a difficult part of it at all. We kind of just yeah. like followed their equation and we did end up with the right amount of wallpaper. You know, there was no point at which we fe- felt like we didn't have the right amount. True. It was great. Yeah. Um, so what what did we need for this situation? Definitely uh, wallpaper. The squeegee and the exact eye. Yeah, we purchased this like squeegee sort of thing that Temp Paper has on their website that is soft on one side so you can apply the wallpaper and then a piece of plastic on the other side for you to cut against if you're cutting around trim or something Mm -hmm. they said you could use a credit card if you wanted to or various other flat objects but it seemed like we should just do what they said for this one and i think that was a really good call it was five bucks and it was necessary like you couldn't have you couldn't put it up with your hands no you need something and i'm not good enough like we cut along a binder for the start of big cuts of the exacto knife, and now that binder is all cut to shit. So <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that with an active 
credit card. Um, yeah, the credit card would like no longer be working. A library card or like something <laughs> that doesn't matter, an old gift, gift card, some shit like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am someone who's always hesitant to buy like the cheap extra thing because I think it's just like tacked on, like a marketing ploy of sorts. But I would say this was actually well worth the $5 and made the process much smoother. Yeah, for sure. We borrowed an X-Acto knife because we don't have one for sure. reasons. Um, but we also bought extra blades for the X-Acto knife because we knew we were going to be cutting a lot. And anyone who's used an X-Acto knife knows that blades get dull so fast. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, there are a lot of sizes to X-Acto knives. Uh, so before <laughs> you go to purchase more blades, make sure you double check that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was it. I mean, we used the cardboard box that it came in to cut against uh-huh. if you had a metal straight edge that would probably be kind of useful to cut the paper but i don't know i have i have some thoughts about cutting the paper that we'll get into later Blah. yeah and so what they recommend that you do is measure out all your pieces first on a flat surface and then put them all up at once and so we started by doing that i think we measured out five different sections and cut them um and then and then it got kind of i don't know i as we know i'm not good spatially so then i started getting kind of confused about like how they would go up and how they would align to each other and we decided after cutting five that we kind of just needed to put them up Mm -hmm. in order to see what was going on. And in order to figure out which order they were supposed to go up in, we wrote numbers on the back of the adhesive paper. Yeah. That ended up being good at first, but we started getting away from that as the project progressed. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, this was kind of trial and error because we'd never done this before. I wonder if we had done this a number of times, if that would indeed be the way to go about it. Mm. But I would say for us, really, what was helpful was like hanging the first piece and seeing what was up and then like getting the second piece and cutting that based on matching up the pattern. Yeah. So the first piece we put up was a full wall length piece. The weird thing that we knew was going to happen in this space was that there were going to be some full length pieces, but there are so many doors in here that we were going to end up cutting around trim a ton. I don't think there's one piece that we were able to just put up flat. No, probably not. Well, the very top at the end. That's true. Yeah. The like weird little almost wall yeah. in the doorway to the... The like 16th of a wall yeah. that exists there. Those we could put up flat. But that was towards the end. And we were, I mean, you really were pretty pro by then. You were crushing it. Um, you put up the first piece I did. though it was getting dicey and I was like I don't know you come up here and figure <laughs> it out <laughs> and then I did because the first piece the annoying thing about the first piece was we couldn't just start in the top right corner because there's like an L shape <laughs> oh, yeah um, so the first piece even was like a, a just like trying to figure out how we were going to get the paper up and cut it so that it would lay flat yeah I'm trying to remember you might have started that. I might have tapped in. I did start it, yeah. and then I was like, this is not going well. And you were like, okay, let me look at it. Oh, yeah. Well, so I went in, and in their little, like, tutorial over ukulele music, they tell you <laughs> to make sure you're going inside out. So I really... With your squeegee. Yeah, internalize that as, like, a mantra. And it starts to make sense the more you do it. I mean, it probably makes sense, period. So, like, <laughs> you say the thing, and it, 
it's like, oh, all right, well, like that stands to reason. Then you actually do the thing, and at times it's a little counterintuitive because it feels feels like you can just like press downward to get it out. I don't know when you're like in it and really in the zone, it feels it feels like you should be able to do it, but really you want to keep moving outwards, and it's I mean it's just science. It'll just push the air out. Like we were starting on a wall that emptied out i don't know how to describe like there was nothing on the other side it wasn't like right you're not cutting into trim or you're not cutting yeah. into a corner it's just a wall that stops so you can just start in the center and like let I me mean, physically push the air pockets out and it just took a little dry on air because at times it feels like like i was saying oh, i'll just like push it down and just like flatten it out and they're like you feel like you might be able to like cheat a little bit because it's so small and you can get away with it, but the answer is like no, you got to keep working. It kind of like a, a half circle motion to like I'm doing it with my hands, but no, it's <laughs> Jordan, um, to really get it out. That was the start of it. That gave us confidence, though. Yeah. I would say like that piece went really well. It took us an hour to get that piece up, but yeah. it looks really nice. Thanks. And then we were like, okay, yes, we can do this. This will be fine. Yeah, and it was fine. I forget. We, you have to look at the mic when you talk. Yeah, yeah. I I was trying to remember. Once we figured that out, it would, the trim itself wasn't too bad, the door trim. No, I thought that trimming around stuff was going to be really hard, and actually it ended up being really intuitive as to like when you had to stop to trim in order to get the rest of the paper to fall appropriately. Yeah, that was pretty easy. The, the corner work was the trickiest. I mean, obviously, it, it is the tricky. We knew going in it was going to be hard, but the trim work itself wasn't too bad. Yeah, I would say there were definitely different levels of difficulty. Like, so you put the first piece up, mm-hmm. and then I wanted to try again. Mm-hmm. And so I put the second piece up. And there was a bit of difficulty matching up the pattern, because obviously that's just super important. <laughs> um, and that you kind of have to do with some trial and error in terms of like moving from the inside out, because obviously the pattern is on the outside. Yeah. So there was a little bit of trial and error there. I would say. And then, like you were saying, the corners were hard because there was no point at which, like, a piece of wallpaper ended right in a corner. Right. We needed usually to turn the corner or the new piece of paper was going to, like, immediately turn a corner. Yeah, it was always something. And those were a little more difficult. Um, By the fourth piece of paper, we kind of had this situation where the wall immediately when you like walk into the hallway has two little slivers Mm -hmm. next to it and at first in my mind i was like oh we'll just hang like a full piece of paper there Mm. and have like a little sliver of paper and then we quickly realized actually we should hang like above door pieces there and kind of patch those pieces in yeah and that was a bit of a to-do yeah (laughs) but ended up being definitely the better choice overall I would say also something that was surprising to me, I was kind of imagining like one whole piece of paper and then another whole piece of paper and then another whole piece of paper. And really, we did a little bit more patching than I thought we were going to do. And it's really not noticeable. And I don't know if that's because we... Because you're just so damn good. Or <laughs> or because the pattern we picked um, was really generous in that way or what was up, but it definitely is really not noticeable at all. So that was nice that we kind of could fix any quote unquote mistakes by sort of patching in extra pieces. 
Yeah, though the pattern was sometimes tricky. You were much better at that than well, I was. Okay, so here's my beef temp paper, if you're listening. Um, so there are two different types of wallpaper patterns. I don't remember what they're called, but there's one that kind of, like, repeats horizontally. You just put up one piece, and then you put up the next piece, and then you put up the next piece. Uh-huh. And then there's one that has a vertical component to it, so you're always having to shift the paper up or down as you're moving it over. Mm-hmm. On the website, it says that ours was just one that repeated horizontally, which we were really excited about because obviously we've never done this before. We wanted it to be as easy as possible. Yes. But actually, like vertically throughout the paper, there were two patterns. And at any given point, you kind of had to shift one pattern up or down in order to match up horizontally. It's really difficult to explain that way, but basically no, just, makes sense. just laying one piece of paper next to the other did not necessarily match up. Right. And that's kind. Of, that was kind of annoying in terms of like pre-cutting the pieces because, again, spatially I couldn't imagine that, and that's why putting them up one at a time and then cutting the next one was pretty fundamental to our process because then we could literally line up what it needed to be on the next one and cut it again. Yeah. And I mean, I think maybe now we could do that on the floor, having done it once and being able to like imagine what it will be like. But that was definitely not something that occurred to me when we were on the floor. Yeah. Could be a little of our, like, first time rookie mistake. Yeah. But also the two patterns were really close to each other as well. There was just, like, one sort of little part where it clearly didn't match up. And so that was confusing. Yeah, it's pretty frustrating. I got a part that I thought matched up, and I was, it comes in waves. I mean, there'll be pictures of the pattern. It is literally waves. Yeah, it's just waves. (laughs) And I matched, it's, like, layers of it. I guess, like, a rock shore. And I matched (laughs) up, like, four layers, if you will. And I thought I was, like on pattern i was so focused up top because you're supposed to work top to bottom as well as top to bottom inside out yeah that's again and again top to bottom inside out top to bottom inside out (laughs) top to bottom inside out um and i matched up i thought and then jordan pointed out that it was not matched up at all in the next couple layers but every but the two are very close to one another so it's pretty easy to fuck up if you're not looking holistically But then it's also like a foot, foot and a half of pattern. So like if the top of your paper is the wrong pattern, you have to move it up about a foot in order to match up the right pattern. And that... On your head. Yeah. Um, And that, okay, so here's another thing about cutting the paper that was interesting to me. At first, we were like freehanding with the X-Acto knife while we were up there. And then literally like the last piece, I was like, fuck this, get me a scissor. And... (laughs) Like, the scissor did cut up the paper a little more. We definitely had some danglies. Yeah. But we were cutting that off anyway. So I would suggest having a scissor with you as well. And yeah, it made it a bit quicker. Maybe that's not the uh, the recommended thing to do, but that was what I decided made most sense at the time. Yeah. Pro scissor. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else happened? We So we patched in. We came around the corner. Okay, and then we hit the fire alarm. Oh, yeah. I thought that the fire alarm was going to, like, unscrew totally from the wall. Like, if you ever looked at a fire alarm, you can screw off the top part that has the battery in it that makes the sound. And then there's a little... (laughs) (laughs) scared me. And then there's a little mount that you screw into the wall. And I thought I was going to unscrew that. It was going to come off. And then we were going to wallpaper under it and put it back up. Mm -hmm. Turns out ours is like glued to the wall. Yeah, super on there. Um, So that's... The mount is, not the whole arm. So we take off the the 
mechanical piece, the alarm, than the mount itself. Even could the screws even come out? Oh yeah, it took the screws out, and then it was glued. Yeah, so it was way too much. So that was annoying because we knew we were going to have to cut around it, and it's literally a circle. (laughs) (laughs) Everything was already so hard, and I think actually we got pretty lucky that it landed right in the middle of a seam. So we could kind of like cut a half circle and then we laid another piece of paper and cut a half circle. Yeah. And so that ended up not really being the hardest part of it. Yeah, I think we were most scared of the fire alarm, but there were definitely trickier parts. <laughs> Scarier parts. Yeah. Um, though, something, something not everyone is going to know by looking at the pictures. We put up the last piece of paper. Mm. And... It just kind of got away from us in the way that everything was going. Um, We may or may not have hung the paper a little bit askew, like not at a perfect 90 degree angle. Yeah, or our walls might be a little bit askew. Yeah, I mean, I think it was like a little bit our fault, but also a little bit the wall's fault. And it's fine because, again, the pattern is literally waves, so you can't really tell. But in hanging the paper and like aligning the... um, pattern. It was a little bit difficult. And so there were a lot of different obstacles in this last piece of paper. We had to come around the corner of the 116th wall. We had to cut the L. We, I guess we do the exacto. Yeah. We had to cut around the fire alarm. And then we had to come down at the right angle to match the pattern all the way to the floor. This was the nine foot piece. And this was kind of like the crimpliest one. <laughs> crimpliest. Yeah, like the, this was the one where you could tell for sure that like stuff had gotten folded in places and there had been air bubbles and it was just like yeah. not as flat as Falling it should apart. have been. So we slept on it. And then we decided that maybe it would be easier to put this one up in two pieces. Mm. And in no place in the instructions is it like recommended that you do this it was just an idea that we had yeah we were wiling out um, Andy jordan was this is your idea it was my idea you agreed with the idea though you weren't like oh that's a crazy idea no i'm saying it was your idea to give you credit for it because i think it was a good one <laughs> um, because there there were like enough obstacles that i thought that limiting the number of obstacles per piece was going to be the thing to do and we had already successfully patched a few mm-hmm. times and so it seemed like Lining up two pieces of paper vertically and patching them together wasn't going to be a massive deal. No. Yeah, patching was fairly easy. We can talk about that maybe in a little bit. Yeah. So we took one piece of paper that went from the top of the ceiling to right under the fire alarm. Mm -hmm. And that was the piece of paper that got the semicircle cut for the fire alarm. And it got the L for the 116th wall. Yeah. And actually what we ended up doing, rather than bringing it around the corner of the 116th wall, was it was another <laughs> like, place that got hella tricky. I like that now we're just referring to it as the 116th wall. Yeah, for sure. Um, because I think the 116th wall is the one that's like literally an inch short yeah. on yeah. all sides. I don't know. It's like really wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just cut at that corner and decided that the 116th wall wasn't going to necessarily match up, but like that was going to be fine. Yeah. Because they tell you to start, the directions actually do tell you to start in a way that like when you match up 
the final corner, it's not going to be super noticeable that it doesn't match up because it almost always won't. Mm -hmm. And that's, we had already planned for that to be the 116th wall in one corner. So it just kind of ended up being that way in both corners. Right. Um, And that went really well. That piece of paper hung like so much easier and it went all the way around the fire alarm. Then we got another piece of paper that went from right under the fire alarm down to the baseboard. Mm -hmm. And that was the one that really needed the kind of slanted pattern matchup. And that was also a little trickier, but like went much better than it did when it was fully attached. Yes, death. And then I just kind of like freehanded cutting the top of it and it went pretty well. I Mm -hmm. just made sure that it was kind of in a murky part of the pattern that was like Mm. wavy black and gray. (laughs) <laughs> where your eye doesn't naturally land anyway because your eye is, like, landing on the metallic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even without that, your freehand was quite good. Thank you. I I felt like I started to really get it with the X-Acto knife as well toward the end, that I understood what I was trying to do with it <laughs> more so than, like, on the first piece. You know, I was, like, pretty intimidated at the beginning, and then by the end I was really in the zone. Yeah. And then hanging the 116th wall was really easy because the patterns really didn't like need to align anymore. So and it was our only actual straight wall. So by that, <laughs> just whipped it up. Like a walk in the park. So yeah, I, I mean, it looks great. I'm really pleased with how it turned out. Mm-hmm. Would recommend to people for sure. It was not the cheapest project. It was 185, and we got 10% off because it was our first order. And then if you don't have an exacto and extra blades. It would be, I think that was like, well, I don't know. I don't know how much the knives were. The blades are like, uh, ten, yeah, like, I think it was, I mean, I could pull out the receipt and find out. It wasn't a lot. We also bought a frame for another project. So <laughs> all told for a frame that was 70% off and some exacto knife blades, it was 15 bucks. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So it's not that bad. So um, I guess really looking at like, probably even with an exacto, like what, like a 200 something dollar project for yeah. a and our- size. Yeah, what did we decide? It was like 130 square feet. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, it was not the cheapest project. It's definitely not paint. Hmm. But for as much impact as we got, I don't think that it was that bad. No. Um, It's not an entry-level craft. No. (laughs) It definitely starts kind of difficult, and you have to learn (laughs) to work with the the material it starts hard and it gets harder <laughs> <laughs> um no i would say it got easier honestly but it was time consuming and it's not particularly intuitive yeah i would say i say that's the main thing was the non-intuitive part for me as like at first that first piece i was like all right and then i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it was like a 202, 203 level craft, you know. Yeah, definitely. But I think for renters, it's a really cool project. This is the product that Bobby uses on Queer Eye all the time, and actually he has his own line of temp paper designs. Travertine is not one of them. Um, all of his have white backgrounds, so we couldn't use them. Mm. But um, so he's, he's always using them, and it really is... Um, it comes off so clean. Yeah, it really does. Removed it a bunch of times. It's also super repositionable. The number of times we like pulled it back and put it back on and pulled it back and put it back on 
it's really impressive to me that it just like stuck back on every single time. There was no point. It was just like, oh shit, this isn't going to stick. Yeah, it's really great. When I, th- I thought about that as we're using it, and if we had gone with spoon flour, I don't know how easy that would have been. That yeah. Like a hassle. Because especially when we had to overlayer at some points, like the spoon flour might have left the adhesive on. True. If you pulled it off. I'd say that is like spoon flour is more in the, like much more in the direction of real wallpapering. True. Even though it's temporary, but it, it's like a it's like training wheels to real wallpaper. That one. <laughs> this is like this is also like that, but this is I I think a lot more mild. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely super forgiving in that way. So yeah. Tips. Mm-hmm. So what I was hinting at with the patching, we had like little moments of patching, especially sometimes up towards the ceiling, things would be a little short. And I guess that's kind of a tip. Chillax. As <laughs> um, it's gonna be okay. It was like pretty super easy to patch, and as you're doing these walls, <laughs> sorry, as you're doing this project, instead I said these instead of this, and then I tried to salvage it. <laughs> but like, as you're doing this, you're gonna get so many offcuts, and True. like some that are big, some that are just like arm length, that you're gonna end up with so much shit, and it's gonna be easy to find. A matching pattern and chances are as long as you're doing it with like some sense of order where you'll need to patch is either going to be way up top or way down low so like it'll be pretty easy yeah and honestly i would recommend keeping your patches high if you can uh we have nine foot ceilings so no one's really looking up there especially because this hallway is a cave yeah um <laughs> so yeah we would have like i think twice we had about a half an inch where we needed to patch at the top because that was the way the pattern matched up. And if we had moved the paper up, we would have lost like two feet of paper matching it again. Somehow. (laughs) So we just decided to patch that half inch. And really it's like super not noticeable, especially from the ground. Like when you're on the step stool doing that, like maybe, but um, once you're like at regular eye height again, you really can't tell at all. Yeah. Um, Another tip, this is what temp paper tells you. So this is definitely a two-person project. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> if it had just been one of us here, like, so, no. So if you're a, uh, living by yourself, find a buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like, there are multiple times where it was definitely necessary to have yeah. four arms involved in the process, especially on some of the full wall length pieces. Like, there was a moment where I had to pull left a little bit to keep the paper off the wall as Jordan was applying so that we didn't get big air bubbles. That was the piece that we had to add the double layers to by the fire alarm. Um, I'm trying to think of other instances. Some of it is honestly just like length. Like it helps if someone down towards uh, the baseboard end while someone is working up top at the start of the full wall length. Two people for sure. For sure. Also unrelated, but a beef I have with temp paper is like, we have nine foot ceilings, which I would say is tall, but not unstandard. And we couldn't get two full lengths out of any roll of paper. We could only get like one full length out of a roll of paper, and then we had a bunch of offcuts from it. And so (laughs) I don't know how they decide how long a roll of paper should be, but it seems that it should be like two of a standard sized wall. Mm. Because it wasn't like, one and a half or one and a quarter. It was like one and three quarters. And that was a little frustrating sometimes to be like, oh, this roll of paper is shot, even though there's so much paper left. 
And it was really helpful for us that we have so many doors in this hallway because we could use those offcuts really effectively. But if you were just trying to do like one solid wall as a feature wall, you would need much more paper Mm. or many more rolls rather. (laughs) Many more papers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. The doors do give us a little bit of leeway. Uh, Other tips? I don't think so. I mean, I think it's just about, like, this requires a lot of patience as well, which is hard for me. (laughs) But, you know, it's literally like you put it up and it falls on your face and you put it up and it sticks to something you don't want it to. And you put it up and it looks like it's lining up and then all of a sudden it doesn't. You have to take it back down. And so, like, it's just, I mean, let's see. We, it took us one hour to hang one of them. Uh I would say it took us five hours to hang the rest. Yeah. And then we did, what, an hour and a half, two hours this morning? Probably like an hour and a half, yeah. So yeah, it's almost an eight-hour project to hang ten pieces of paper. Yeah. So yeah, you just have to know that going into it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Final tip for me is take breaks, have snacks. Mm. It's a very hungry-making activity. It's also (laughs) very easy to get, like, so in the zone that you don't realize you've been like wallpapering for three hours straight and yeah. then you like climb down from the step stool and you're like why do i feel so lightheaded and you're like oh <laughs> because i've been staring at wallpaper for three hours straight and haven't had anything to eat or drink <laughs> it was very um body intensive in a way that i didn't anticipate yeah for sure took a lot so uh have snacks hashtag dimes core corner <laughs> you titled the like uh photo album for this wallpaper 2020 which makes me feel like you want to do it again (laughs) (laughs) maybe we need some space from it for sure yeah like would not wallpaper again tomorrow no that's more but maybe i mean you've been teasing about the entryway and honestly like especially because there wouldn't be I don't know. I don't want to say it would be easier to do whole straight walls because I don't want to <laughs> don't want to jinx something ahead of time. But I would be curious what it would be like on two long straight, yeah, like runs. I guess for lack of a better term, right now. But also just like you know, gotta date and anthologize things. Just like good record keeping practice. <laughs> But yeah, I I liked this product and would recommend it to people and think that people should try it because it was a cool project. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time. <laughs>